Hi there, it's Kathleen here, and welcome to The Gathering, bringing God into everyday life. Let me encourage you to not just listen, but partner with God and practice what He speaks to you. You can access more information about me, my newspaper articles, upcoming events, contact me, or purchase my book, Thriving Through Seasons of Grief, on my website at www.kathleenmaxwellrandy.com. This podcast is now in 28 countries, and people have donated so that you can listen free. Will you consider paying it forward for someone else by giving a one-time or monthly gift? Simply click the button that says Become a Patron or Patronage at the top of the podcast. And don't forget to click the like or follow, and you'll be the first to know when new episodes are released. Enjoy the podcast. Well, welcome everyone to The Gathering, Bringing God into Everyday Life. This is Kathleen, and I am so glad that you've joined me today for this podcast. I appreciate my listeners. If this is one of the first times you've listened to me, um, I am a Texas native. I live in the Texas Hill Country. I am married and have three children and two stepchildren and eight adorable grandchildren. Um, My goodness, I'm a podcaster, author, more than anything, I just love Jesus and love sharing about how he wants to redeem things in our lives, how much he loves us, who we are in him. And those are just some of my passions. I also am a columnist for several newspapers and an author. So that's kind of the snapshot of who I am and what I do. But more than anything, I am an ordinary girl. So The things that I share in this podcast are things that um, are down to earth that we can apply in our everyday life. So today, what I want to talk about um, is no complaining and arguing. I have been studying in Philippians recently, and I've been there for several, goodness, several months actually just what I call marinating, going over and over a scripture, looking it up in different translations, um, just really asking God, what are you trying to show me? And I'm so grateful that I found this passage that I've probably read over 50 times in my life, but it never really stood out. But this time it did stand out. I was reading in Philippians 2, and man, this passage just hit me because we live in a world where there is a lot of arguing, strife, and complaining. And, you know, what I realize is not only does this cause division and dissension, but it robs us of peace and joy and healing. And that's what God has for us. Um, the Bible tells us that Jesus came so we could have life and life abundantly. And I live in Uvalde, Texas. Uh, We also, I'm from Kerrville, but I'm spending a great bit of time in Uvalde right now. And one of the things with the shooting that has happened in the community of Uvalde is there is now so much arguing and strife and complaining and people wanting justice and people wanting revenge and I get it when your heart is hurting when your heart is you know just in that that state of 
needing to be healed, it is real easy to want someone to pay. And, you know, I've had my own share of loss in my own life. And so there's an understanding that I have. But here's one thing I've noticed is we can become very self-centered in our grief and our anguish. And when a community is focused on all the negative, it breeds more contention. And it can become, that contention can become contagious. And then the next person gets it and the next person. I mean, it's kind of like COVID. But what happens is all those things prohibit us from healing and moving forward in our lives. Um, And so my prayer for the community of Uvalde is for the people to lay down their strife and contention and give that to the Lord so that they can heal and move forward. Philippians 2 verses 14 through 16, and this is the amplified version, it tells us in everything you do, stay away from complaining and arguing so that no one can speak a word of blame against you. You are to live clean, innocent lives as children of God in a dark world full of people who are crooked and stubborn. Shine out among them like beacon lights, holding out to them the word of life. Oh my word. That is such a rich scripture because it tells us very clearly to stay away from complaining and arguing. And when we do that, it allows us to shine. And our whole nation is a dark world. Um, It's not just Uvalde. I'm using that. That's where I'm at right now. I see that across the board. Um, I grew up in Kerrville. I have a lot of connections there. Um, It's still kind of what I call home. Um, And I see that even in that community. But I see it anytime you watch the news, just local news, state news, national news, you see all the complaining and arguing and bickering. And the Bible tells us as Christians, we're called to just a higher standard. And here's something else. James 3.16 tells us, it warns us of the consequences of participating in strife. It says, for where there is envy and strife, there is confusion in every evil work. And that's one of the things I think that has really grieved me for the community of Uvalde is evil has already been at work with the mass shooting that happened and the lives that were taken of students and teachers. And it is, it's a tragedy. Um, if you haven't listened to my previous podcast, I was down there the first few days working at the Civic Center just trying to help people pick up the pieces of their life. So it does just make me sad when there's a lot of strife because it opens when we are walking in strife and whether that's strife between a husband and wife, strife between parents and kids, strife in families, strife in our communities, in our state, in our nation, When there's a lot of strife, it opens the door for evil to work. And, you know, like I said, Satan has come to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus came so we can have life and life abundantly. 
And, you know, I'll admit, it's difficult for me to do everything without complaining. Uh, I can want to whine at times because life gets hard and it gets difficult. And, you know, arguing, whether that's with my husband, whether that's, you know, with someone that we disagree with in any aspect, what I have found is it steals my joy and my peace. And, you know, the Bible tells us when we avoid complaining and arguing in this passage in Philippians that we shine like a star and we're a visible representation of God's word. Yep, we live in a very crooked world. And when we go against the grain, we shine brightly in a world that's looking for the peace that Jesus brings. You know, most people just don't realize how when we participate in strife, how it opens the door to evil. And Satan loves to wreak havoc. He loves to wreak havoc and destroy marriages, destroy families, destroy communities. I mean, that's part of his job description. Um, you know, Romans 12, 19 reminds us to leave things in God's hands. Romans 12, 19 says, Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. And that's just such a good reminder. And, you know, there have been numerous times in my life where I've wanted to set people straight. And, you know, especially in areas where I feel I've been wronged or I want justice. Um, oh, my word. There have been a lot of situations where I'm like, mm, this really irritates me. And I want to fix it. I want to set people straight. But over and over in my life, I've seen God vindicate me when I leave things in his hands and let go of what I feel is unjust. I have seen his redemption countless times in my life. And a lot of times people, we have to just let it go. And sometimes I've had to just ask and cry out to the Lord, Lord, help me to do this. Help me to let go of my right to be right. Help me, Lord. Um, you know, complaining and arguing is so common in our world. And I think as Christians, it is a challenge, uh, but it's definitely doable. God never tells us to do something that he doesn't provide what we need to do it. And God calls us to a higher standard. You know, I was with a friend not too long ago and I was really challenged. It was a good thing I'd been studying this passage. Um, I was really challenged to hold my tongue and not argue to bring peace. We were, you know, spending an evening together and all of a sudden it was like, all she did was begin to complain about everything. She complained about the service at the restaurant, the food, the weather, her husband, kids, and everything else, you know, inside, I thought, oh my word, you know, I'm going to be next. And then she brought up a topic that, you know, I didn't necessarily agree with her on. And it was very out of character for my friend. I will say that it was not like her, but it was where she was. And she's very focused on the negative. And, you know, it started to ruin our time together. And I almost called her out on it. But 
thankfully, having studied in Philippians 2, I remembered that God wanted me to be different and not enter into the complaining or argue with her. Um, I've seen myself do that. Somebody starts to complain, they complain, and then, you know, it's like contagious. And then I begin to complain. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to do that. Um, and so I began to just pray as I listened and ask God to work in her heart. And I'm happy to tell you, I saw that he did. And, you know, God blesses unity. In Psalms 133 verse 1, it states how pleasant and good it is when people live together in unity. We actually receive a blessing when we strive to focus on what we have in common, what we can agree on, and leave the rest to God. And that's, I think, the hard part. It's just letting go and saying, God, I give this to you. I give it to you to fix. I give it to you to change. Because the reality is you nor I am powerful enough to change someone's behavior or mindset. People have choices. And we will wear ourselves out trying to do that. And so I just want to challenge you to be part of the solution. God's heart is to bring healing to our neighborhoods, to our cities, to our nation. I know He wants to heal the community of Uvalde. That is in His heart because it says in Isaiah 61 that He's come to bind up the brokenhearted and proclaim liberty to the captives. And He wants to bring healing in our nation. And He wants people like you and me to shine like a beacon in the middle of a crooked and a perverse generation. So I challenge you to join me in this. I challenge you to examine your heart, um, to make a stand that this is what you want to do and ask God to help you. Maybe you need to let go of some situations that you've been arguing about with your husband, with your uh, significant other, with your boss, Uh, with your pastor Um, the list could go on I challenge you to let go and give it to the Lord because he is so much better at working things out all he wants is for us to keep our hearts right and that's where you know that's what we're responsible for that's what you're responsible for and I'm responsible for and the Lord wants us to shine like a beacon in the midst of a crooked and a perverse generation. Oh my goodness, what an honor that he's chosen you and me to be his visible representation, to hold out the word of life, as it says in Philippians 2, 14 through 16, holding it out to them. It's like offering it to him or serving that, serving it to them. So um, join me in that. And I just want to pray right now for you and um, for each one listening and your families. Father, I come to you and I thank you for your word. It's rich. Lord, it applies to our everyday life. Lord, you knew thousands of years ago that we would need this right now in 2022. And Father, I just pray that you would help us to be as Christians, Lord, to, to rise up. Lord, to be a beacon, to be a light, to shine like a star in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. Lord, 
your grace is sufficient and you always supply what we need. So help us be a people that runs to you, lays down our burdens, lays down our strife, lays down the complaining, Lord, and brings life and life abundantly to all those that we're around. I pray especially, Lord, for the community of Uvalde that healing would flow and, Lord, that you would avenge the wrongs and that you would heal the broken hearts. God, that's what you're so good at. And I know that that is what you want to do. And so I bless this community. I bless our nation. I bless the nations around the world, Lord, that are dealing with things that we have no idea. I just pray for the believers in Ukraine, Lord, right now, that you would gird them up, that you would be their helper, that you would be their defense and be their protector. And Lord, I pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks again for listening. Uh, check out my store, shop.kathleenmaxwellramby.com. I have my book, Thriving Through Seasons of Grief. I have Bible studies available. Um, I have a seminar on grief. And I'm also on TikTok. So look me up there. I bring inspirational messages there too, little short things. So I hope you'll check me out. And I'll see you next week.